0: Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full of Words podcast. I'm Sue Kennedy from the Author Academy, your resident book coach, and today I have with me the lovely CJ, who's our resident copywriter. And today, it's very exciting, we're actually, well, CJ's my guest today, so I'm going to be talking to her about LinkedIn and about how LinkedIn is important for us as business owners, not even business owners, even people that are employees or people looking for potential employers. So either is very important. And so how we can utilise LinkedIn in the best way possible. So CJ is going to help us with that, as I said, because she's the resident copywriter. So (laughs) welcome, CJ. Very excited about learning more about LinkedIn. Thank you. Thanks. Good to be here, as usual. Hello
1: to the listeners. I think you made that distinction very well there, Sue, with LinkedIn. It is about business and It's about other business owners or employees. It's a place you can go to search for work. A little bit more proactive, it's a place you can go to create work, I think is probably the best way to look at LinkedIn. Now, I guess if our listeners are probably listening to this one, unless they're just faithful listeners, in which case, thank you. But they might be listening because they already know what LinkedIn is and they want to find out how to utilize it. So I'm not going to go too much into the, the history of LinkedIn and that sort of thing. Only to say that, yes, it is a social network and a social media spot, but it's definitely not a place that you're uploading photos of your dogs and things like that. I say that with all love because I pretty much only have photos of my cats, I should say, on my phone. So often that's what I'm doing on social media. But when you hop onto LinkedIn, it's about thinking about what you want out of the interactions. And I think you can probably think of it like a networking event. You go along, you put your game face on. You tell people what you do and you ask what they do and it's acceptable to do that. You don't need to pretend that you're there on LinkedIn for something else. That's what everyone's there for is getting to know your business.
0: Mm, Okay. So my question is why LinkedIn over the other social media profiles that are out there or platforms I should say? Mm,
1: Well, I think probably just to pick up on what I said at the end there, it's what everyone's there for. So your businesses have caught on that you can go online to create a brand essentially. It's a way that you can talk to people in a professional manner uh, and represent your business, your brand, your personal brand, talk to them directly without it having necessarily the advertising side of it attached. So it's changed a lot over time. You'll see it, it took a while to kind of work out what it was perhaps, but when coming back to it in the last couple of years, I've noticed there's a lot of people posting really interesting, informative content about their industries and about how they help.
0: More educational.
1: That's right, yeah. And also from a perspective of how they help. So you'll get everyone from me, you know, the single solopreneur to big business execs on there representing their business and effectively communicating. So you can go and find a representative. What I love about it is you can find a company that you want to communicate with. And you can go online and they will have under the people tab, the names of the people who work there. You can message them directly. You can communicate. You can see what they're posting. You can interact with them and create a business relationship through LinkedIn. So I think that is, as I said before, it's more like a networking event where people are there for business. So if you contact them and say, hey, I've got this idea or I loved how you did that. You can sort of get straight in their ear and be talking about business very quickly. So it's a great way to lift your profile and create
0: your own brand and create great connections that result in work. That sounds awesome. So, back in the day, well, I know back in my day when I was going for a job, we didn't have anything like this. You couldn't even really research about the company. So, if I was going for an interview, it was quite difficult to find out much about their business. You pretty much had to, uh, I think your interview was based on the questions you asked as well. So if you were sitting there and saying, well, I'd really love to know more about what your company does, that was a big tick. So these days if you haven't researched online and <laughs> found out about them and are able to talk to them about their business, they're like, yeah.
1: Can you imagine that if you're like, well, I'd really like to know what your company, like, do you know how to use Google? <laughs>
0: exactly that's a really
1: valuable insight Sue. in that I think now more so your interviews are probably going to be less you know they were very stressful you didn't know the person they didn't know you you were just a name on a bit of paper and you met each other on the spot whereas using a platform like LinkedIn you can get to know these people before and it's quite likely if you were somebody looking for work it's quite likely that you would be have a few interactions and then that person might say hey let's hop on a zoom and and
0: chat a bit further and it's much less stressful than this old school style of interview I think. Because you feel like you've already gotten to know them a bit where yeah the old school way you had no idea was a complete stranger.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can still remember going for my first interview at Harris Scarf of all places a retail shop I was only must have been 17 or something and just had to ring first to get the interview and the phone kept ringing out and the, the ad had been in the newspaper, you know. Yep, yep. <laughs> I know, right. At least I knew what they did because it was, you know, Harris Scarf, but still it's very nerve-wracking. You're going in completely blind.
0: And you used to have to, this is going to really show the age here, but you <laughs> used to have to type up your resume and post it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway. Times have changed. Anyway, let's get back to LinkedIn. Well, this is quite relevant though. It is really
1: relevant because this is a free platform that is enabling you to make connections to get
0: to know people in your industry. So why wouldn't you be on there using it? Exactly. It makes it a lot easier than yeah, the way we used to do it. Anyway, (laughs) so then as a I mean, I know, but I'd like you to help our listeners understand. So where would someone start if they want to create a LinkedIn profile?
1: Well, yes, often people will jump straight into the education and the jobs list and they'll just go, yep, put a photo on and then this is my experience like a resume. Now, I think it did start like that, to be honest, LinkedIn, but that's not the way to use it these days. What you want initially is an attention-grabbing headline. Now, the headline, the name, it's the name they give to what appears on your profile just underneath your name. So, It's, you can have your photo and then your name, and then you've got a couple of lines to fit in what you do. Now, again, you'll see people will just have, say, copywriter, editor there, but this is your opportunity to say something about yourself that will capture the people that you want to talk to. So it's often in the form of, I am such and such, and I help, or I work with, or something that identifies who you want to be talking to. So For instance, mine at the moment says freelance copywriter and editor, I'm a chatty introvert who loves coffee reading and helping women succeed in business. So (laughs) so that's kind of who I am, right? You know, people when they meet me think I'm very extroverted, but I'm not. I'm actually very happy with my nose in a book all the time. So I've tried to convey that so that people have a sense of who they might be working with. Now, I'm not saying that that's perfect by any means, but what you want is what you do and who you do it for, so that people will know immediately what you're after, what sort of work, or who you want to work with. And it also helps with your SEO. So when people search, if they're looking for, say, a book coach, and they put in book coach in Hawkesbury, then if you've got that in your profile and you've got book coach, it's going to come up in their list. So that's the very best place to start. And you can put something straight up there in that formula, I'm a such and such and I help and you can get that done quickly or spend a little bit more time thinking about the type of people that you want to work with and pitch that
0: headline towards them. So that's where I'd start. Perfect. So that sounded more like that's for business owners. So what if I'm someone looking for a job? What would I put in there?
1: Well, again, there, it would be the focus on where your expertise is. So rather than I help, it would be I'm an expert in or I have expertise or whatever word you want to use. Sometimes people shy specialize. Yep. Sometimes people shy away from the word expert. They just don't think. In fact, this is going back. I used to have a maths teacher. He used to say don't call yourself an expert because an X is a, a number that has no meaning and a spurt is a drip of water. And he said so you're calling yourself a meaningless drip of water. <laughs> Oh well, I put myself as
0: an expert on this. Now I've ruined it for you. Thanks, Mr. Weber. Oh no, I like my title on LinkedIn, so I'm going to leave it.
1: He was a unique man, and definitely, I'm not saying, but a lot of people do find it hard to say about themselves they're an expert in something just because we are naturally self-effacing type of people. uh, Yeah. So, but anyway, back to the point: is it's what you have to offer that makes you unique. Now you can do those things in uh, LinkedIn. The banner that says "Open to Work," you know, that can help as well. But it's more about, you know, I specialize in banking operations, or whatever it is that is the title that you want to have the job in.
0: I would have that in your headline. And would it be fair to say that perhaps, you know, if you're looking for, say, you know, you want to work for some large corporation, and you go and research, you know, all about them, and then you there's a specific position that you'd like to apply for you could then make that heading fit that position
1: yeah absolutely as long as you've got the skills definitely oh,
0: yeah no of course <laughs> yeah no if, yeah if you're uh you know if it's for a bookkeeper and you've got no idea about how to balance <laughs> books then don't do it yeah I agree <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right yeah we're not but talking yeah. about reading.
0: Because, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, when you get there and they ask you to do some stuff and you don't know how to do it, you won't last. Laugh. <laughs> so let's not do that.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I think your point is exactly right. Researching again, either you can, you know, if it is a big corporation, they've probably got a careers page which lists the criteria. Any time you create a resume or a cover letter, you're usually targeting that job generally. And if you're not, you should be when you're applying for a job. It shouldn't just be a general, please find my resume. So, yeah, I think you know specialises in those particular skills, or at least one of those skills that the company is on the lookout for, is perfect way to get your point across in the headline. Awesome.
0: Hmm. Okay, And so then what things should someone be focusing on to have a really great profile that stands out and you know gets people stopping them in their tracks and wanting to connect with you or at least? read your profile and then connecting with you?
1: Well, yeah, I think if you can, a great graphic behind the photo as well. So there's lots of different ways you can make the profile really work for you. And I guess we're going to talk about that in another conversation. We're going to have a part two to this one. But so a great graphic, but also under the headline, you've got a summary area or I think it's called about or yeah, the about section. So you should be guided by, they do give you a lot of characters and a lot of space to put information in the about section. But again, it's the first couple of lines. That's all that's going to show when somebody's scrolling through and then you have to click on the dots to get through. So make sure those first couple of lines are really impactful about what you do and really clear about what your goals are or what you want to, how you want to help the people that you're working for. So I think those two together, because it's often what people see, the photo, the headline, and the summary. And then that's when if a recruiter, say, or somebody who wants to work with you reads those and they tick all the boxes, that's when they're going to look at the experience and the education because they're going to go, well, you know, this person, yep, I've read what they've got to offer. This seems to match. Oh, here, they've got these particular skills as well. Tick, tick, tick. So I think the main thing to focus on is, yes, you can get your education your experience loaded up in there and the skills and things you've worked on, but really think of those like the headline and the summary. Like at a networking event, you've really only got a short amount of time to make an impression on someone, and so it's sort of your elevator pitch, isn't it, you know? Say that. Oh, I'm CJ and I do this. And if you say something that starts conversation, then that's how
0: it's worked for you. And making sure, of course, again, you yeah, know, probably the number one networking rule is to make sure it's all about them and not you. Yes.
1: <laughs> True. How you can help them.
0: Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> Making them feel really special and important. It's yeah. Very crucial.
1: And I think that's the difference. So the distinction there if we've got business owners or businesses looking for for people it's how you help them. If you're an employee looking for for employment in a company it's how you can help that company. But specifically, what makes you unique? That's always the key factor that we want to focus on in this busy world of
0: so much information online. What is it about you that makes you unique? Yep. And stand out from the rest. And again, we're back to the about page. It's really, really important because that is the first thing that people, you know, hone in on and want to know more about. So, Okay, so my question is, if I have no idea how to write my about, Mm. you know, a lot of people don't, are you able to help? Yes, absolutely. I do them all the time, (laughs) so uh,
1: I can write them for people. I also have a uh, downloadable on my website, which gives you the main things that you should include in your about page or your about section. And it's really, again, Here's this: a lot of people just sort of say the basics, like who you are, how old you are, you know, a couple of kids or whatever it is. But the about is often about why you started the business or why you do what you do and what difference you can make to somebody because you want to cut through and make a connection with the people that you want to work with. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably one of the real key factors to think about is not Everyone works well with everyone. We're all different and unique people. So the more you can let somebody know about what's important to you and your values means you're going to turn away people who don't have the same values as you, and that's a good thing, you know. Really, I mean, you can work with people who don't have similar values, but it's difficult and it can be challenging.
0: You really want to, yeah. That's
1: right. Life's very short. (laughs) I mean, that's an important thing to consider if you're going to work for a company a big corporation, and you think, well, these are my values. You don't want to invest six months or twelve months of your life getting into this company to realise that their values don't match with yours, and that can be really devastating for people. So,
0: it's, everyone,
1: yeah, absolutely, and that happens a lot, you know. Unfortunately, sometimes it's often where the companies don't really know what their core values are, but they think they're something, but they're not. I've worked for one of those in the past, but it will remain nameless. <laughs> Particularly, you can, yeah. I think if you end up in a situation where you have to compromise your values, that can be really, really difficult. So, straight off topic here a little bit, but it's why it's important to get to know yourself and know what's important to you, and put that out there in your about section and your about page, and say why you do what you do, who you do it for, what makes you different, and what's important to you. Those are the main things that I think that are really important to include.
0: Awesome. Love That's just it.
1: my level stuff. What I find it really works, and this is a plug for myself, is when you talk with somebody. So when I do the process, I sit on a Zoom usually and chat and ask them the questions. And it's very easy to talk about yourself when you're telling somebody who is friendly, you know, you're not telling somebody who's going to use it for bad use or whatever. So you're actually talking to someone you feel comfortable and you can say why you started the business and what's important. And then I can get that information out and create it into an about page that works for you. Fantastic. Love that.
0: So yeah, anyone listening who is struggling with their profile on LinkedIn or their about, you need to contact CJ. We will have all the links and everything in the show notes and also a link to the downloadable that you mentioned. So that's amazing. So is there anything else you'd like to add or? We'll discuss more in part two.
1: Yeah, we'll discuss more in part two about how you use your profile. So I guess want to mention that there is a lot else to LinkedIn, as in you can put in skills and projects, you can volunteer experience, all that sort of thing. But that is kind of just use your resume brain to fill in the rest of that, I guess is what I mean. If you're just filling the details, you can, you know, say you're part of a volunteer group or you play sports here, community sports, all the things that represent you but that is different from the approach you take to your headline and your summary and talking about yourself i think you've got to separate those two into yes that's a resume and kind of the other stuff is more like a cover letter where you're saying why you would be good for the job and and that sort of thing so i just wanted to mention cuz there is a lot more to linkedin that you can fill in but we're not a linkedin masterclass here today we're just talking about the bits that we're we're good at
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yep. fantastic awesome well, that's been very informative and very helpful, CJ. So thank you so much and I look forward to part two where we go into it in a bit more you know, in depth. So mm. thank you so That'd much for your time today. My pleasure. Chat to you then. And thank you, listeners, and we will see you in the next episode of Full of Words. Bye for now. Hello bye
1: Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.